Welcome to my podcast, Today's Dream, Tomorrow's Reality. My name is Vicki Poole, and I'm a master transformational coach specializing in habit change. And this podcast is sponsored by The Enlightened Peach and is all about embracing our mosaic life. And some of you may ask, what is a mosaic life? Well, it is recognizing that all the pieces of our life, the good, the bad, the indifferent, have all come together to make us who we are. Change any one thing and we are different. With that in mind, I invite you to embrace your perceived imperfections and celebrate who you are. This podcast is unedited and raw, just like life. And I'm your host, and I have a special guest with me here today. And before I introduce him, I want to remind you to like, subscribe, share. And if you have any ahas, questions, appreciations, please leave a comment or a voice message. I would love to hear from you. All right, so let's get started. So this gentleman right here is Willie Vargas. And actually, I have known him digitally, I guess you would say, um, for quite a long time. He hasn't known me, but I have known him. I have been part of his group for a few years, and he has been quite the inspiration for me with all the amazing things he does in his group. And so I'm so excited to have him as a guest on here as I have reached out to him. And I told him I felt like I was having a rock star show up because it's he I've been following him for so long. It just kind of felt like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said yes. <laughs> but we know each other from his group, The Spiritual Heart, and I have to look at my notes because I think he changed the name a few years ago. It was something else before, but I could be remembering incorrectly. But he does so many amazing things with his group. And one of the things he does that um, I look forward to every week is he has a, uh, a movie Sunday. And he shares the title of different movies. And if it's a movie that he has the ability to share, he actually shares the link so you can watch the movie and Ah, and a lot of these movies are movies I never would have even thought of watching, and they all have such a good meaning that I always, always appreciate your, your Sunday movies and so much more. So I want to let you just kind of jump in and tell us a little bit about you and how you started on this path of even thinking you wanted to do all these things that you're doing. And I know you're a flight attendant, correct? Yes. Okay. So just go ahead. I'll, I'll give the floor to you. Um, I, I have been studying spirituality since 2005. And, um, but first of all, thank you. Thank you so much because I feel that we attract, we attract that which we are in the, in the journey of try to encourage within ourselves. So we create this uh, epiphanies and these encounters out of which they just keep inspiring us and if you use them for your benefit they just increase the journey because the journey could be one of yes 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 all the time because this yes is never ending to learning but also as we keep growing we just keep becoming a friendlier person to our own little negative side, you know what I mean? To our own little ego that is constantly trying to prevent us from changing this pattern of us to become 
not so much better, but it's be, I'm starting to realize that there's no war and there's no battle between negative and positive. It's just about switching the scale, about switching our perception of our mind to constantly see everything in a way that it just helps us to keep evolving. Um, in 2005, I had a depression and out of this depression, I just woke up really, I tried to kill myself. And um, out of that, I just woke up really spiritual somehow. Like I didn't have the, I did it, but it didn't work out. Like I took a bottle of aspirins and then just get woke up with a bad headache, you know, because <laughs> uh, I was so depressed. And out of that, I just kind of woke up and I lost my friend. There was a lot of things happening at that time in my life that it wasn't worth me trying to keep going and, but I woke up out of that, like really spiritual from somehow, and I decided to search. I started searching, and um, I used to be a deli manager in a supermarket in Manhattan. I used to live in New York. Now I live in Florida. But um, a woman gave me a video, and she said, "This is back then when there was no, um, there was no media, there was no cloud. You know what I mean? You have to yeah. get a DVD to watch this. You know." <laughs> Somebody recommended the um, the secret, and that's okay. when my, that changed my life. That is what kind of changed my life because I started using the secret and I put it on audio and I started listening to every day. And somehow my brain, my intuition, my spiritual guidance, whoever it was at that time, created this dedication towards learning, towards learning about myself. You know, to to see how. The video, in parts of the video, they speaks about it speaks about how you create what you think about. Right now, it's common knowledge because it's so famous. Yeah, but yeah. back then, it's like, what do you mean? How can you create what you think about? What are you talking about? Like, what yeah. do you see? People are rich and they got money. And what do you mean they created that? So I started challenging the video in my mind okay. with what I saw. So what I did, Vicky, was... I did everything the video said. So I went to a neuroscience doctor. The video speaks about that. And the neuroscience doctor connected these screens to a computer. And I was able to control this ship in the screen. So wow. the enemy with my, and the, and the doctor said, I want you to think about everything that is happening in your life that is negative. I was in debt. I was smoking. I was doing drugs, smoking weed. And as I'm thinking about that, the ship behind me, they're catching up, but they're destroying my ship. Oh, so man. he goes to me, I want you to think about that you're sitting by the beach and that all your debts are paid and you don't have any problems. And Vicky, it took half of a split second to implant that thought in my brain, visualize it, and the ship took off. Holy shit. And the, other, and the other ships and the other ships couldn't catch up. And I put that's the, powerful, the, man. And I put the imagine realizing that yeah. when after seeing this video, and now you're challenging the video, and the video gives you this result in live. So um I put the I just when I finish, I just ask the doctor and he goes, and I is this what life is about? And he goes, Yes. 
But since that was my first session, he wants to make money. Each session is like $220 back then. So he wants to make money. And I'm like, but you have to keep coming back and we'll work on it. But once I left, I realized, once I left, I realized, all I have to do is change my negative thinking of the world. Yes, it's all in your power. It, it's not giving him money. He just gave me the clue on how to do it. Now I have to exercise my negative beliefs. So how do I do that? I started, how do I do that? So one thing I learned, and for anyone watching, for anyone seeing, we all have to practice a spiritual practice. I am a Buddhist, but you can practice your Christianity. It doesn't matter why you practice, but something has to give you the fuel to get through every day. We have to go to work to make money. We have to exercise to stay healthy. We have to eat good to eat healthy. Everything has to be done. But what happens with humans, I learned is that the spiritual reward is wisdom. And since we don't, since we're not able to see it in the journey of the process, we give up. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not monetary. It's not visually seeing. But you know what it is? Is wisdom is is something that grows within you that gives you that strength to believe but how does it give you that strength by the outcome you see how life starts changing around you you know I, mm -hmm. I was having money problems so what did i i started meditating on money so what happens a vision comes I'm through my meditation and it's like you have to respect money you cannot be wasting it on lavishes things that you don't need you know, now I go to the, I go shopping and sometimes if I just buy milk, coffee, I'm like, I'm I'm happy with those little things. When back then I just need a perfume, I need cologne, I need shoes, you know, now yeah. you learn to get what's essential that you need and you're just happy with that, you know, and um, I will keep evolving and saying tips as you just feel free to ask me questions if you want because my journey I can go on forever talking about how the group evolved the group evolved because through Buddhism well, what, how I, did you what, what made you decide to start the group because did you already have a group on Facebook or something when all this was going on no no this started no this had this is a result of the work what right. happens through Buddhism through Buddhism you know you learn to work on yourself right but through as, as i was searching for i noticed buddhism is kind of like buddhism kind of gives you a little homework to do and then you start seeing within yourself that you have to do but i was searching for more and then I, that's when i found david hawkins okay i'm familiar believe, with david hawkins so i strongly believe everyone if you think you are in the journey but you want to you want to eliminate the scraps that that, that are that are hanging on on you from moving you forward you have to discover david hawkins i would just say this little link and i would just say you can start with letting go because letting go is like the the easiest book to read that he makes it really easy then you know, there are nine books i'm gonna say i really think you might have been the person that recommended the book when i first bought that book it's been quite a few years ago but like i said i've been part of your group for a long time and so sometimes you would 
recommend something and, you know, and I'm one of those people that if somebody recommends a book and I think, oh, I don't think I've heard of that one. I immediately will go and look it up and see what it is. And if it's something I feel like is going to work for me or resonates with me, I immediately buy it. So I have tons of books on the, on my shelves. And I will admit that some of them, I've never even opened the cover. You know, it's like, I get yeah. it. And it's like, oh, I'm so glad I have this. And then I move on to Another one that somebody mentioned, and so it the next time somebody mentions that one book, that's when I end up going back to it. So it's almost like it, I get it ahead it, of time because because it's your, because what David Hawkins says about that is that the wisdom is there, but it's like pulling you towards it. Yeah. So I feel like even though you get it and you don't read it, don't worry about it. It's sitting there because it's ready for you when you're ready to grab it. Right. And the thing that amazes me about these kinds of books, um, and yes. you probably feel the same way, is I can read the book and I love it. And then I can wait a while and read it again. And it's almost like somebody put new text in there because now I see totally different concepts or ideas that I didn't even notice before. So I love rereading those books because as I grow what I see in them grows. It's it's just fascinating, really. Break it, it's so beautiful you say that. I will break it down for you. Okay. This is, as I was studying David Hawkins, right? David Hawkins totally gets into the ego. He totally makes us responsible for everything that is happening in our lives and our, in our participation with this universe. Now, I picked up an audiobook and it's called, um, I can't remember the name right now, The Highest Level of Enlightenment. I found the book because through Buddhism, I, I was Googling like who teaches enlightenment? I know Buddhism teaches it, but I wasn't grasping Buddhism, you know? But mm -hmm. then I found his book in a Google search and that book is the one. He says, you're going to start listening to this book and you're not going to grasp this, you're not going to grasp this information but keep listening. As I listen to the book, all of a sudden I cannot put it down. All of a sudden years go by. I started, I started becoming the, the hardcore David Hawkins student that doesn't give up that I want to be his favorite student. <laughs> and I want to take his information, put it in an injection and, and inject it in my veins so I can grow, so I can live by this. You understand? Yes. And, um, <laughs> So throughout the work, listening to his radio talk, he passed away, but I am one of these representatives on this earth to carry on and pass on his work. Oh, nice. um, throughout his work, throughout his work, what I learned is whatever you learn, like what you're doing right now, even though we're not enlightened like Buddha or David Hawkins, we're doing our part. We right. are sharing the knowledge for those people that are seeking. For those people that are hurting, let me mute my phone. For those people that don't know where to start. For those people that are, there's a lot of anonymous people, a lot of people that are hiding, that just share their questions and, and views without sharing themselves. What David Hawkins says, you have to let people know. You have to share what you know because you don't know who's listening. You don't know who's watching, but you know that whoever is searching for what you're sharing is going to get to them. Right. So that's the origin of the groups. I made the groups because there's one about David Hawkins and his work. The It was called the Abraham Hicks 
they I changed it from Abraham Hicks to the spiritual study group because I make about all the teachers, you know, and mm-hmm. some students just wanted to discuss Abraham Hicks, but I don't think any teacher has all the answers, you know, right, and right. even David Hawkins says that, you know what I mean? I'm going to tell you how to work on enlightenment, but I'm not, sometimes I might skip. So question everything. Yes. And, and and anybody that gives you uh, an aha moment, an epiphany, or an inspiration, share it, support it. So then from Abraham Hicks, I went to a, um, a spiritual study group out of which I share all the teachers, David Hawkins. So the groups come out from the work of David Hawkins because he says, just share it because they it's energy. Mm-hmm. The energy of the post, the energies of the book you read, the energy, it's all there by the way we share our love with each other, by the way they write the books. So that energy is unique because it's given from me to you, from you to me, from him to us. And as we share it, whoever is seeking it, like a GPS, it just guides you towards it. And as you absorb it or as you study it and as you represent it, within yourself your your heart just is is just open so going back to the second answer of your book why is it that we grab a book and we read it but then i put it down and then i pick it up the book letting go i have read three times you know why because he says as you gain wisdom from reading it once when you pick it up you got the wisdom and once you get the wisdom by practicing in life and life's teaching you lessons, you are smarter when yeah. it comes to spiritual principles, right? But right. when you grasp it again, now you're watching it from that level. Yeah. So perfect example. You watch a movie and you love the movie, The Matrix, right? You watch The Matrix and you love it and you're like, let me watch it again. But the second time you're watching it from a different perspective, you're like, oh, my God, where was that camera put? You're not watching it from the learning perspective. You're like watching like, where did they put that camera? Oh, my God, that must have been a hard shot. And you say, let me watch it again. The third time you're like, my God, Vicky, what a beautiful script on this movie. <laughs> so you see, you're watching it from a more smarter point of view. Right. And that's what with spirituality every time you grab a book that inspires you and you come back to it again it lifts you up and the higher you come that means that whenever you see your whenever you see a book from a different perspective that means you're smarter because you picked it up from a different wisdom out out of which you're questioning the knowledge of it right right yeah yeah I, i i love that and you know it's funny because I primarily work with women that have body issues and weight issues and everything. But even those, I end up, we focus on the mindset. We focus on our energy that we're exuding as we're walking about in the world and how we feel inside. And I think sometimes people don't even think about the fact that those are the aspects of everything that we do that should be the aspects of it that we need to be aware of. And that's what you're saying with, you know, 
um, the books and the different things as we become more aware and more aware. So whatever's going on in our life, like you were talking about with the money and all those things, if we can change our mindset and change our physiology of what we're, um, our vibration that we're emitting around us, if we can change those things, then we change everything. Like, um, I know you're, you're, since you're Buddhist and everything, I'm sure you're aware of this. And I don't know if Buddhist is the reason, but anyway, I'm sure you're aware of this. Um, but where they've done the, the studies where the monks all prayed to, um, stop the violence in a certain city. I don't remember where it was, but so I, I, I wish I could remember all the particulars, but I'm a, I'm a massive, full of massive knowledge that I can't direct it to where I know it from. <laughs> but do you know the, no, no, the study don't, don't about, worry it? about it? Exactly. Well, what I do every year is the, um, we all know the story of Buddha. To make a long story short, Buddha became enlightened in a tree, under a tree. He was tired of, of walking and, pre and, and praying and seeking knowledge. And at one time, he just set up on a on a, under a tree. And this tree, um, he said, I'm not moving from here. You know, whatever happens. If I die, Vicky, I'm done. I had enough. I'm, I don't want to walk anymore. You understand? I've been walking for four years of my life after after leaving my father's um, castle. And I've been praying and, and, and try all exercises of meditation and nothing worked. Well, under this tree is that he became enlightened. So this tree is in Gaia. This Gaia is uh, in, the, in a town um two hours away from new delhi vicky 2006 years later that tree is there oh wow every year i go to that tree to meditate for a week oh do you really wow that's fascinating so one year i went late during the year it's so funny you asked me about all of them meditating mm -hmm. i will send you pictures on facebook but when I went on December 16th to the 23rd, that's the week they used that all of them from around the world gather under that monastery to pray for world peace. Over 16,000 monks, the love, the energy, the energy you feel that you just start crying. You cry, but it's not, it's because we are so caught up in material things in this part of the world that we are not aware of what is really valuable. Our hearts, to open our hearts to become better people, to help one another, to inspire one another, to... I strongly recommend everyone to please, if you practice spiritual principles, to f go to places where your love can be can grow. You know what I mean? You, mm -hmm. you have to feed whatever works. So you have to do the exercise for you to feel good because you got to take care of yourself before you can take care of anyone else. So right. it's, and it's not a selfish, it's not a selfish attitude. It's a worldwide attitude. You know why? Because when I cure myself, then I'm going to come back and give what I learned and help those that are, that's what they call in Buddhism, Bodhisattva. Bodhisattva, and there are a lot of actors and actresses that are Bodhisattva that don't 
constantly go about preaching the kindness they do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, um, so this is the reason of my job. You know, I feel of my purpose as I keep going to reach wherever I want to go, eliminating or becoming enlightened. I like to just keep sharing the work because you are inspiring everyone you touch along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the study that I saw about the, the monks when they did this peace um, prayer was that yes. they, they, I don't know how they did, but the measurements that they did of the city and all the surrounding areas that all the violence and the crime and all these things just plummeted because exactly, of, exactly. of what they were doing. And so that to me is amazing. And that really resonates even more with the energy that we put out from our bodies affect others. And, and I, I was even talking about this this morning because, um, you know, it's, it's interesting how we can go into a room full of people and we know who we need to go stand near because their vibration yeah. is in the place that we're comfortable and that what we know. And there's and not, and there's not a word said. It's, 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 yes, you don't say a yes. word. Nothing you just said, know, you just, oh, that's my group over there. That's Those are my people. <laughs> and, and it's interesting how you can see that and you know exactly who to stay away from because if you've got your energy in a good place, you're only going to be attracted to the good, the the more positive, good energy. But if you're exactly. in a down, depressed, oh, place, you're going to go toward all those people that have that depressed feeling that will support what you're doing. So that gives us even more reason to raise our vibration and our thoughts and our actions and everything so that we, we stay on the light side the bright side the spiritual side right beautiful beautiful yes another exercise that i've been working on lately i listen to a lot of podcasts when it comes to mindfulness and 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 being aware and you touch a, a subject before when you said about being aware and you know that you do you did you know that some of the some simple things, some simple exercises that we can practice about being aware that if we are aware of something, do you know that we are less interested, less, how would I say it? If we are aware of our actions, like let's say to me, I was having money problem. Do you know that I, when I started becoming more aware of where my money is going, is when I started seeing where I was wasting it? Yeah. Do you know that now I'm working on being aware of my actions? So I constantly walk through my days trying to be aware if I'm offending someone, if my actions are with good intentions, because when they're not, right away you fall off. So, right. But you notice that when you act and you are aware of your actions, did you know you're changing your behavior at that same moment? Because you are practicing being in the moment, but also being aware. And by being, the awareness of being aware is there is no price to what it can change in your behaviors. So what I do is I try to practice it as I walk through the day of my interactions with others, of my own private life, on my exercises, cleaning the house, if you pay, you know that if you are aware of your time, you can see where it's going. So right. now when you spend too much time scrolling, 
you start feeling guilty. Yeah. I've been here too. You yeah. see? Yeah. <laughs> after, after the fourth episode of a series, I already had enough. You know what I mean? Like I'm tired. You see? Because yeah. you're being aware that you're wasting your time. You have to spend more. Well, so we have to divide our time equally in all responsible way. We have to live a responsible life because we have to take care of ourselves. This, I cannot emphasize enough what it is to take care of yourself. Taking care of yourself is not having just a positive mind and attitude. You also have to have the practice. You know, you have to constantly be aware of Am I sleeping enough? You know, am I rest? One of the biggest rewards I've discovered in the last months is sleeping. How beautiful it is to sleep and how your body recovers, how your body recovers from all the turmoil, from, from pains, you know, from the pain in the body, uh, from the negative thinking, you know, right. as I noticed that it's like if I sleep eight hours to seven and a half, my body's rested. I can go on the next day, fully recharge. I was watching a video and um, they make this relationship to the mind being like a computer, right? So your mind, and it totally makes sense to me. As you think about it through the day and you get up in the day and you start doing your chores, you start doing, taking care of the kids, taking the kids to school, cooking, going to work, eight hours, exercising, all these ideas and all these thoughts that you go through the day, they are all scrambled through the day. So the mind is like a computer. And when you sleep, you know what happens with those files? The computer defragments them. And he puts them back into order. So tomorrow I can get up and take care of the kids again. But I have a different perspective because I rested. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. Another thing that is important, I think, for me anyway, and I think for a lot of people, is that you get your rest at night and have a, um, a process when you first wake up where it's like taking the gratitude for the morning and starting with that. Because if we wake up and we're all refreshed and we immediately pick up our phones and we look at all this stuff that's going on in the world or what somebody said about this, or it's going to take us right back to yesterday's energy. And so don't you notice something? Don't you notice something before I was spiritual? I'll let you keep going. But don't you notice that when you wake up and it's just a replay of yesterday? Yeah. And the replay of the night. And if you keep going with that, you notice it. It's literally like they say in the movies, you're just like a robot. Yeah. It becomes the groundhog day where you just keep repeating the same shit over and over and over exactly, again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly right. And and what I noticed is that now, yes, I could be doing the same thing, but I'm aware. I'm aware of what does it mean to be spiritually awakened? Awakened is that you could be doing the same things, but now... You're putting your priorities and your preferences on the things that are going to help you grow. What does it mean to be spiritual? Spiritual means that I'm not going to waste my time on things that are not helping me become a better human being. Right. So everything helps us become a become a uh, better human being. You know how how I treat my mother. I just went. My mother got sick. I just went to Dominican and spent a week. Do you know I went to Dominican Republic for a week and we did. Nothing. My mother will get up. My mother will get up and cook. And I would just sit with her because she is getting older and she doesn't have the energy. 
But you know what I noticed on this visit to my mother? That I didn't bring any presents and anything material, but the gift is the companionship of love. Yeah. My mother was more grateful than if any present anybody could give her because there was somebody there to care just for her well-being, you know, and mm -hmm. to see how she's doing, make sure she has everything she needs. So there's nothing that gives me a bigger reward than that. You know what I mean? When, when exactly this event, how do I attract this? How do you attract this? You see, like we... We wanted it to happen. We wish it could happen, but there's some energies that are working behind the scenes, just reproducing, creating, organizing, directing for everything that we just think about without good intentions turns into reality. So we can manifest and keep manifesting. What I learned, Vicky, is that there is no ending. There is no ending to how good it feels. At one time, I was feeling guilty of how good I was doing. And as <laughs> soon as I felt, I'm serious because sometimes you feel so good that you feel pity for the ones, excuse me, you feel sorry for the rest of the world when you see them in pain and the wars that are going on. Yeah, but you know, Abraham, one of the things Abraham always says is you can't get sick enough to um, to help a healthy person. You can't get poor enough to, um, or to, how is it that she says it? Because it's like, you can't, all of a sudden, it's like, it just went right out of my head. I don't think I'm saying it correctly, but um, it's like, you can't get poor enough to help the poor. or So you shouldn't feel exactly. guilty when, for, when yeah. One incident well. that I was watching, yes. One incident that I was watching was I was watching of the Dal the Dalai Lama. Okay. They I saw the Dalai Lama in person one time. You did. That's I did. awesome. I did. Actually, I was in Gaia visiting the tree, and at that time he visited too. I saw him there okay. from a distance. Oh, well, he came to Atlanta and had a big conference and thing, and they had the monks doing the what is it? The um the, the sand, prayers and the, the, sand, and the, and the singing. The what? The, the prayers and the singing. They do the... the that, but um, they had the... There were certain the monks that were doing the sand to make the pictures. What is that called? Why can oh, I mandalas. Think? Yes, the mandalas. mandalas. But they were doing that. And then he yes. got up and talked. But the thing that amazed me about him was he sat up there and talked. And it was like listening to anybody. And But he they, had all these ideas and stuff but for some reason i don't know what i was expecting but i was i guess i was expecting him to be otherworldly or so, i don't know exactly but it like was just to, to 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 everybody that's in there becomes an angel after they say but it's not like that no <laughs> i know but it was so amazing i went with a friend and um I, I was just in awe the whole time and so it was an amazing experience but i'm sorry go ahead <laughs> So good. It's good. It, I, I love this. You see the interaction that we're having, and I feel that every time two spiritual students connect, we touch on consciousness. We touch on the reproduction. You see, and as mm -hmm. we ask questions and get involved, we are also investigating, and the answers come to me or come to you because we're not attached to the ego. We just want to learn to learn for the reason of learning, so we can evolve. Right. right. 
one time there was um in Buddhism, I mean there was um someone asking um the Dalai Lama the same question, and that's what gave me the answer that I was seeking, you know. Someone asked him, you look at you talking about peace and talking about that, but outside of this temple right now, there's a whole bunch of wars and abuse. And he just gave it a simple answer. He goes, yeah, but your dedication is inspiring those that are not. Well, he's trying to say that, just like you were trying to say, that even though it's a bad world, yes, yes, it's sometimes bad events and things are negative that are happening, but we also need us. We also need you. We also need me. The ones that are inspiring need those that are there seeking information. Right. So we cannot, and that gave me a totally encouraged to not deviate from, to not feel sorry. You see, why is it that I'm not judging, but why is it that the rich don't feel guilty about being rich? You see, Mm-hmm. They don't feel guilty because they feel they earned it. We cannot feel guilty about having wisdom and being too happy about what we know because with that same help, they don't choose to share their money, but we cannot also choose to keep our gratitude and joy to ourselves. And in Buddhism, is that's our duty to share it with others because just like this event is happening, we don't know who we're inspiring. And if anyone is seeking genuine help, the information lands in their lap. Yeah, perfectly said. I love that. <laughs> I don't, sometimes you might ask me to repeat certain things, but I'm not, I can't because I, I feel that we speak from source, you see? And source is what inspires the body to use the voice as an expression of itself. And right. then when you are expressing it, you just say it, but can you say that again? You can't. You know? Right. Well, it's funny because the other morning um, I'm working on some new tech, using new technologies that aren't new, but they're new to me. Right. And exactly, it's using exactly. StreamYard to stream into several different places at the same time. So I do one live video and it goes out to a couple, a few other places. Right. So yes. when I first started using it, I got in front of the camera Oh my gosh, I did the best live I think I'd ever done. It was so great. I loved it. It felt so good. When I got finished, I couldn't find it anywhere. Because I had clicked on the little thing that put my picture up there. I did all the little things it said, but there was a little red button at the very top that said, go live. I didn't hit it. (laughs) So I could not hit live and do the same thing again because (laughs) I didn't have a script. I didn't have anything. I just talked and it was like, Oh, this is amazing. So I don't, obviously I needed to change it or something or I don't know, but it was just funny. It was like, well, I can't redo it. But isn't that beautiful? Because isn't that beautiful? Because now you do respect the not press button. I haven't missed it again. I'm telling you. And, and you then, said it on this podcast, Willie. Hold on a second. <laughs> you know why, Vicky? Because we cannot redo this. We cannot right. redo this. You understand? We cannot. Even if there's a script, we would not be able to genuinely express it again with so much joy, with so much love. It might be better joy, less joy, but at this level of joy, which is the unique moment 
out of which we can never get back, this is what we have. This yeah. is what we are. Pure essence of love, pure essence of giving. I cannot emphasize enough how much I practice because one of my two, um, what is it called with those things that you make every year? Like my new, um, I said I have to work. Not intentions. What is it that you make in the new year to for the new year? Um, resolution. No. Yeah. Perfect. That's exactly okay. it. I had them <laughs> this morning. I, I had the word and I couldn't get it. But two resolutions I have this year, and it is to grow on love. How can I love myself more to turn to diminish the little bit of or whatever is left on the ego, which is trying to control me from seeing the world negatively, how can I grow on love? And how can I love myself more so I can grow within this so it can flourish out to others? And as I share the journey for everyone to experience it with me, that's my goal. One, two, peace. Peace is an exercise. Peace is an exercise that we have to let our intention to see it and as the world give you events, you plant it there. Okay. Well, so kind of never... explain that a little bit more. Because as I come to someone that is angry, I intend to have peace in this conversation. Depending what you say, you can plant the peace. Right. You can either feed the fire or you can put the fire out. So you see? So imagine yeah. if I if I exercise this on every event on my life. You see, out of yeah. every human that I encounter, it's my goal. I'm not going to say I'm going to master it, but I'm <laughs> going. To, but I feel that if you put your intention, you you remember the contract you made when you. This is what happens to me. When I make my intention to grow in a certain behavior or aspect of my life, I don't know if it is because of the years of dedication. In 2005, I guess it's going to be 20 years. But I don't know. But now you know that the commitment to the dedication of the contract you made when you made it comes back to you in the middle of the trial. Yeah. So yeah. let's say I want to plant peace between me and Vicky and Vicky is angry and yelling. And for a minute, I fit into her argument to me comes back. But didn't you make a promise? Thank you. I'm sorry, Vicky. Perfect. I'm sorry about what I said. You see, our intentions is our contract. Our, what happens is that a lot of people are have good intentions on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and they go out the window on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's interesting because um, when you're talking about the um, intentions of the peace and different things. Those are amazing. Um, and I didn't do intent, um, uh, resolution resolutions. I, See, I already <laughs> forgot the word. I didn't do resolutions. I did intentions because I feel like resolutions are usually things I forget about after the first couple of months. Um, so to me, intentions was stronger inside me to set an intention. So I set intentions and one of them was to, treat everybody with loving kindness, no matter where I'm at, whatever the interaction is, you know, even if it's seeing somebody in an elevator or the waitress at the restaurant. And, um, and if I see somebody having a really bad day, 
now I don't always do it like I want to, but it's, it's a process that I'm beginning. It's like, I'll, I'll give them love and light and just give them a breath. And, um, and the, the interesting thing is, is that it seems to, when you start that way, you can almost feel like the energy calm and it is just amazing. And some people never get that as, as a, as a benefactor. So it's like, nobody ever looks at them and just sends them love and light for no reason other than they were in their presence. And I think that it's a blessing that we can hand out very easily to anybody and make a difference in their day, even if they're not aware that you're the part that did it. One of the reasons why I love being a flight attendant is because if I do four flights a day, I come across around maybe 400, 500 people, you know, mm -hmm. and 50% uh, of them, and I mean, I'm in a bad mood, but I feel that through your dedication, there is this kind of shield of pure goodness that somehow surrounds you. And when you touch someone, when you speak to them, that kind of shield helps you. That kind of energy of dedication, of love, is not taken for granted when you speak. It's not yeah. taken for granted when you try to help. It's not taken for granted when you give someone directions. Because I feel that there is an authenticity of power that when you follow this work, the work speaks for you as your words are expressed. So I feel that you can joke around, you can joke with people and everything's taken lightly, but when you are serious and you mean what you say, you are also taking really serious. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, you, that people think that being spiritual is just about happy joy, joy, happy joy. No. Is because I already spent many years crying at night, trying to overcome this ego that is trying to control society, that is trying to manipulate women, that is trying to manipulate every situation to win the argument because it will get reinforced when I say, Vicky, let's go to the movies. No, I don't want to go. I want you to go. Go with me. Okay, <laughs> fine. Willie, I'll go. I'm forcing you to go and you're doing it because you want to go, but you don't want to go. You see, so what did you win in that? You didn't win anything because I'm going to have Vicky at the movie theater all mad at me because she won by force. Right. So what I learned to do is to be free and to let go. Letting go, please read the book, Letting Go by David Hawkins. This is not a promotion or I'm not making any money. He's just my teacher. He's just my teacher. And I want it. The reason why I'm saying is because if you have the recipe for a good soup and you give it to me and I enjoy it, I'm going to come back and thank you for it. And I want everyone to be aware that a spiritual work doesn't have to be careers that you have to spend money and millions of dollars for knowledge and wisdom. The wisdom is earned on a daily life by changing your own behavior, by looking at yourself, by looking at the things of how you are abusing the world. Because sometimes I feel that 
I am sometimes abusing, but I don't know that I'm abusing. So when you are aware that you are taking advantage of someone, that you are manipulating a situation where you are embellishing the truth to make you seem, to make yourself seem better, that's what you need to let go. That's mm -hmm. what you need to work on. You see, and the it's simple by change. It's not simple changing it, but you can be aware that you're doing it. And when you are aware that you're doing it, Vicky, you stop doing it. Right. You you change it. And if yeah. you don't change it in one day, you're aware that you're changing it. And the more aware you become, the more you can change it in the future because you already grasp how it is that it can be changed. Yeah. Are you familiar uh, or have you read any books from Michael Singer? The Untethered Soul. Which one? He's got The Untethered Soul, The Surrender Experiment. Oh, my God. I love that book. I read that book. I know. I, I recommend that a lot. Yes. Yes. I'm going to make actually make a YouTube video on The Untethered Soul. I'm oh, going to make you? videos on book reviews. I'm going to review Letting Go. I'm going to review Un Untethered Soul. It's a beautiful book. Very. Yeah. yeah. You Have see? you read his other ones? The Surrender Experiment and um, what is the other one? Living Untethered. Send me the link. Send me the link on Facebook when you can. I'm, okay. I'll I'll, yeah. Let me look. Yeah, let me. Yeah. Okay. Let me make a note here so I remember to. But um, I've read the only three books that I know he has, he might have more and I just don't know about them. So I have all three of them and I, I, I love them. Um, so definitely with you liking um, all the stuff that we're talking yeah, about, you, you'll definitely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you see that this is a, you see everything that I look and everything I interact with now, right now, the interview on plan, on edited, you see how we come across about how we underline how it's not an accident right why because we've been reading the same books like yeah yeah course, if we go into the same highway eventually we're gonna bump into each other you that's see right that's right today? i'll be on one you of your flights or something <laughs> look let me tell you what happened real quick you okay. want to be aware of how things are one of the groups dedicated to the david hawkins brook to the david hawkins um, studies got hacked. Okay. As the person hacked the group, I couldn't get it back. So what I did, I started asking everyone. I started getting help from Facebook and one person, a woman came in, figured it out. And she helped me so kindly that I, I was, I just couldn't help it. A week or two weeks ago, who walks inside the plane? She goes, hi, Willie. I'm Paula. I'm the girl that helped you with the group. I'm like, oh, my God. You see, God is watching. Yeah. God is watching. And if you don't believe in God, Buddha is watching. Yeah. They're watching, taking care of us. But they need, I feel, this is my best definition of God. I was talking to a friend of mine, and he's an agnostic. And by him being agnostic and me being a Buddhist, this is the, the best 
decision that we came up for what God is. God is this energy that is sitting there, not judging you, not punishing you. And he's waiting for you to take action on what you wish to make happen. And it will help you along the way with those decisions. Mm -hmm. And it will inspire you as you go along. But every time you... One thing I noticed too as well is every time I get angry, I condemn, I be, I feel envy, jealousy. That reflects back on me. Right. And it duplicates in my experience. But I learned that the more I provide love, awareness, spiritual work, dedication to my goals, my spiritual dedication, I notice that the path becomes more clear because I'm kind of shown a little guidance on how to follow it. Mm -hmm. that, that's where my dedication, that's why at this point, you're going to find people that are half dedicated because they're halfway into the journey, but halfway, beautiful, half dedicated because you're half dedicated, you know, yeah. you get, <laughs> so that means you're going to halfway get there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I am 98% dedicated. You understand that? I'm not going to say I'm perfect because nobody is, but. I feel that my dedication is honestly transferring energy for we all can elevate so we can all become better human beings, honestly. Yeah, perfectly said. Thank you for that, Willie. You know, the um, I, um, I feel like there are no accidents, you know, so um, and yes. God's always speaking to us and giving us um, insights and inspiration and everything. So I even, I was telling them uh, on a live, one of the days I was, was talking about it, I keep this little book that's about this big in my, in my purse all the time. So that if I am out and I get this inspirational thought, I can write it down in there. And if I don't have that with me, I use my notes on my phone and I'll ask I don't want to say it out loud because she'll start talking yeah. to me. Um, but yeah, I'll yeah. ask her to put it in my notes because what happens if I don't, then it flies away and I don't get it. And so I think sometimes, you know, we're getting these wonderful hits of ideas and things to do and to say and to, you know, this little rhythm of, uh, I can almost feel like musical notes just floating around, you know, it's like they're mm -hmm. all out there but you have to pick some different ones up and make your symphony because, exactly. you know, exactly. all the notes are coming and you just have to put them in place. And so constantly being aware, or not constantly is not the right word, but being aware of the things that you're thinking and how it could be one of those epiphanies from God and you didn't yes. write it down. So you missed yes. a set of notes uh, for your yes. symphony in your life. And you notice that when they go, sometimes when they go, you notice you don't get them back sometimes. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Right now, just like you right now, I'm I'm reading the I'm trying to build my my character so I'm better to, I'm I can speak better in front of the camera. I'm trying to make now more YouTube videos, but I'm trying to grow on how to be a speaker and all these aspects of a spirituality. And I'm studying, I'm studying the artist's way. 
There's the oh, artist that one too. <laughs> you got you see you see. So one of the things yeah. he said is that as soon as you wake up in the morning, I got that book. You know, I got a little note, and as soon as I get up, as soon as my consciousness come back to my body, write it down. And I find myself sometimes, Vicky, writing the same thing every day. But while he says that, you notice that I, as you write every day, there's less of the complaining every day. You notice there's less. And then all of a sudden you like, you switch your own writing as you go every day and you start being more positive just because you're like, I'm inspiring myself. That's why I strongly recommend everyone that like, you are your best friend. You are the one that you depend on. You know, and I feel that through the media, through the times, through whatever, we haven't been taught that. Right. We haven't been taught that we have to work on ourselves. We have been illuminated into constantly going out to find that happiness, to find love on a partner. You can get it on a partner, but let the partner be the reward of the love you already feel for you. Don't right. let the partner be the reward for your reason to be happy. Right. Yes, definitely. I agree with that statement 100%. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. it's great. Thank you for sharing that. And you know, um, you were talking a minute ago about you're going to be doing these. Um, um, is it? Did you say you were going to be doing a book study or you're going to be where you just talk about what the book means and that kind of thing making a book review so like people that are interested in spiritual just to keep enhancing the spiritual awareness because some people like to read some people like to watch lectures some people like to listen to podcasts some people like to you know what i mean listen to audiobooks so i'm educated in all of it so yeah. I, I want to just i want to just blow up and share everything i know like i'm ready and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. If I get emotional, it's because I don't take anything lightly. I feel that everything is a meaning of a connection, a spirit. And me wanting to do this and you inviting me, it's just, how can you feel better than a magician when you create this? You see, like, yeah. You know that you're doing it. You are aware that you're doing it. So what is the bigger reward that to create an intention, materialize it, make it reality? And you're like, like winning Miss Universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. I'll tell you, you know, um, I love doing my podcast so much. It's amazing. I sense I have, it. I've seen a couple of yours. I've seen a couple of them. And I yeah. see that energy vibes. And that's not something that is light. Like when I mean lightly, it is that, we should be grateful we have the opportunity. Yes, yes, yes. I am always grateful for this platform and meeting exactly. such amazing people, you know, because like I said, I've watched you from afar, kind of, you know, just being in your group. And every now and then I would post something, but not really. I was kind of more, I would sit back and watch and and take in the information and see other people posting and stuff. So, um, and to be honest with you, when I sent you the message, I thought, he's probably not going to answer. So I was like, when you did, it was like, Oh, Oh my gosh. He said, yes. It's all, it's all energy. And I want you to know the truth. Like I get six or seven invites for different radios and podcasts a week. And, 
And most of the money I ignore, but it's the intention behind it, how the, it's written in the message. If I know you, if I'm friends with you, you know what I mean? If mm -hmm. you want me to advertise something, like we don't need to make money for anything. It's like enlightenment is free. You know what I mean? And I feel now, if there are some rewards from the outcome, you're more than welcome. Thank you, universe. Right. But my intention underlying all this is to awaken a spirit that is seeking answers or for anyone that watches this podcast to feel that they're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone in this world. You understand? The aloneness you feel is because you feel it, but it's not because that's the reality of it. Now, love yourself and you will find that that aloneness disappears. Right, right. You know, um, uh, one of the things that I love about Michael Singer's book, The Untethered Soul, yeah. is his um, scenario that he explains in there. And I just want to share this with everybody just real quick. Um, I won't take too long, I promise. But go, he, go, ta go. he talks about a um, someone who is heartbroken because the love of their life has left them. And so mm -hmm. there, you remember this? And so they're so yeah. depressed. They've, their house is a wreck. They haven't gotten out of bed. They haven't taken a shower. You know, they haven't done anything. And the phone rings and this love of their life says, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I, I really love you. And I want to come back. Can I come now? And suddenly they're all bright and chipper. They get the shower, they clean the house. Everything's fine. And only thing that changed was that person called. So it is the feeling is not real or you couldn't have stopped it just like that. I love that story. It's like, oh yeah, I've experienced that myself. <laughs> and, and, and you know what I noticed too? You know what? I, I think you just, my God, thank you. Because I think you woken, you reminded me of the book and you woken a chapter within me as you were mentioning. And I think he was talking about another chapter about having being locked up in your house with all the windows closed. Oh yeah. And as, and as you open one little window, a little light comes in. Then all of a sudden you open another little window and more light starts coming in. And before you know it, you're like, you're walking outside and you're like, wow, what have I been missing all my life? Yeah. Beautiful book. Beautiful oh, book. I know. Beautiful I, book. I, I love it. I love it. Well, before um, we're getting kind of close on time. So real quick, I want to say, um, well, for one thing, I want to say thank you, but uh, I want to ask you, so what is it that people can do now to get to your material? Um, how can they take advantage of your amazing um, gifts? Oh, thank you. Thank so you. how, how open, can they reach just, you? Just open Google browser and Google Willie Vargas. <laughs> okay. All right. You can just Google Willie Vargas. There's a Facebook page. I got two YouTube channel. I study yourself. My title is that all about spirituality. Study yourself. You got the spiritual library, which this channel is going to be about reviewing books and Buddhism. And study yourself is going to be about David Hawkins and also studying yourself. And and Willie Vargas in Facebook. And through there, you can contact me, share questions, contact Vicky, contact Willie. We're open for the world, for everyone to know, elevate, learn grow 
Beautiful, beautiful. I am so happy to to have you here today and be able to share you out because you might be, I, I know beautiful. you, a lot of people know who you are, but I still think you might be the best kept secret because more people need to, <laughs> to get a hold of Willie. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Vicky. Thank you for having me. It's been beautiful. Thank you. Well, thank, thank you. you so much for being here. And for everybody that's watching or listening, one of the things I want to leave you with is the best way to predict the future is to create it. So just remember, right. what are you creating? So with that, I will thank say you. goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>